Have you ever dated someone or been in a relationship with someone and you think that everything is okay only to find out that it wasn't? And the way you found out things were wrong was not because they told you. In fact, they never verbalized any problems or concern about this issue that they are upset about. Heck, you didn't even know it was an issue. So much to where when they started doing things differently or started changing the way they interact with you or their availability, that you clearly had no clue. You were taken off guard. How many of us out there listening has been a recipient or a a victim of the silent treatment? Now, sometimes we are placed on this temporary punishment without even knowing it. And sometimes we know that we are, right? But the mere fact that our partner or potential partner has communicated that they're fine with whatever they're truly upset about, it definitely, definitely makes you a victim of passive-aggressive behavior and abuse. In today's episode, we will dive into passive-aggressive behavior, talk about how it impacts our love life, and help you to identify as well as how to deal with this form of treatment. So, hold tight, and we will be right back after the intro. Hi, and thank you for joining Dating While Black's radio podcast. Dating While Black was created to open real dialogue between the sexes in hopes that it will foster positive exchange and help cultivate our communities. The radio segments will address issues that relates to the world, our communities, relationships, and everything in between. So sit back, relax, And we hope you enjoy this segment. If you are on this earth and you have lived, I mean, you could even be, I don't know, as early as maybe five or six and experience someone that's acting in a passive aggressive manner. You could be in your 30s and have dealt with it in careers, in families, Or you can be in your 20s and dealing with it when it comes to dating or love. It doesn't really matter what age you are. Sometimes, even later in your lives, you may have experienced it and not even know what it was. But know that it is an unhealthy and uncomfortable feeling to deal with. Especially when it comes to relationships. Now, I have dealt dealt with passive-aggressive in all three of those areas, family, love, and friends, and definitely, definitely in the workplace. Now, you may ask what is passive aggression or passive aggressive behavior. Well, according to psychology today, passive aggression is a way of expressing negative feelings such as anger or annoyance indirectly instead of directly. Now, this means that 
a person is upset about something or triggered about something, and instead of coming to you and telling you directly, they prefer to act out in different ways. And being that they haven't communicated their displeasure, you're left kind of confused as to what's going on and why is this person acting in this way. It all really boils down to communication. Okay. Now, I've dealt with this in in dating. And I'll tell you, initially, I didn't know what it was. But I knew, like I said before, that I didn't like it. It does not promote healthy, any type of healthy relationship. Because in a relationship, in order to strive, communication is key. And full communication. Not just communicating when you're happy. Or not just communicating when you're upset on some things, full-blown communication is essential and is key. Now, you may say, why do people, why may people act in this manner? It may have been because that is the way that they are used to acting when it comes to relationships. Okay, maybe this is a tactic that might have worked for them in the past And sometimes people don't know any other way because maybe that's how they were treated in relationships, especially when it comes to their family. Passive aggressive behavior has no place anywhere, but it definitely does not have any place in relationships. Now, I do want to give you some examples of passive aggressive behavior so that you can kind of see, kind of, kind of see what they are. And you may hear some of these and say, okay, I've, I've experienced that. Or, oops, I've been the perpetrator of this type of ac- action or behavior or activity. Never fret. That's what we're here to. We are here to learn and to grow and to be better so that when we are in relationships or when we're dating, that we can identify certain patterns and also, also stop any type of behavior that is counterproductive to us achieving a healthy relationship. So what do you do about it? What do you do and how do you handle these situations? Well, first, first you need to be able to identify these things. So I have a group or a list of things that is not a full comprehensive list, but I've did my research, right? And found a list of things that you can look at to determine whether or not you are either the perpetrator, right? Or whether or not this is a tactic that your partner or the person that you're dating is using against you. So first, I'm going to give you a couple examples of passive-aggressive behaviors. One would be someone being indirect. When someone is indirectly begrudging of any request or demands that you have, um, they may not or will not express their dislike at the time the request is made, but they may end up building up uh, anger, anguish, or resentment later on. So they're being indirect, but inside something is boiling within them. Now, you may not know this at the time. 
However, you may find out afterwards about what has been brewing within them. Again, remember passive aggressive behavior is when someone is not being upfront and direct and telling you how they feel. And instead of them telling you how they feel, they handle it in other ways that can be detrimental to the harmony that exists in healthy relationships. Another way that people uh, act or behave in this matter is to deliberately sabotage something. They do exactly the opposite of what is asked of them. Again, this falls on your you requesting something of them. They instead of saying I don't want to do it, I don't have the time to do it or suggesting that maybe someone else do, do it, right? They basically act like nothing's wrong with what you ask them to do. They'll go ahead and do it, but don't want to do it so much to they make a huge blunder so that you in the future won't ask for them to do it again. Okay, so deliberate blunders. A third way that people act in this behavior is to procrastinate, right? Instead of telling you up front that they are not wanting to do something, they will, they can do the, there's different ways you can procrastinate, right? They can just procrastinate, but it generally ends up with the same result. Someone waiting to the last minute to do it, or they may take a long time to get it done, which may cause uh, further delays, or this is the worst type. They'll say they'll do it, and then at the last minute, back out of it. That's a passive aggressive behavior that causes you to to stress, to be concerned or disappointed. So procrastination, believe it or not, is one. The another form of um, this type of behavior is deliberately disrupting your your a plan that you have. They don't want you to do something. They don't tell you that, but instead they try to sabotage it by it could be asking you to do a last minute request that may make you late or act like there's a major catastrophe going on or an emergency in which you'll have to cancel whatever plans you had. So deliberately uh, messing up your plans. And then another one, and the last one that I'll share today, there's plenty of more, is basically the silent treatment, okay? When someone decides that they don't want to directly tell you what the problem is, but instead leaves you to wonder and guess what's going on, why are they acting different, they often do this by giving you the silent treatment. Now, there's also, within the silent treatment, they can also basically scale back on how they communicate. For instance, you do something that offended, made them upset, and they didn't speak up about it. So instead of telling you, they decide to be short with you in their responses. And you ask them, what's wrong? And instead of them telling you, they act like there's nothing wrong. That is also a form of gaslighting that narcissists use quite a bit.
but that's for a different episode. And actually, I have an episode on narcissistic behaviors. So check that one out. But the silent treatment is one of the most used, in my opinion, I didn't take a poll on this, but I feel like that one is the most easiest, less effort, and it gets the point across quicker that makes you wonder, right? What's wrong? You know, that's what they want. They want that attention. They want you to be concerned and they want you to feel as uncomfortable as they felt, even though they weren't mature enough to communicate with you exactly what the problem is. They respond in silence. A lot of times people call this or consider this the freeze out period. They either don't respond to you and then they decide when until they want to or they'll have short one word responses. Either way, all of those behaviors are counterproductive to any type of harmonious or positive or healthy relationship. Be honest with you, at the end of the day, that is all that we want, right? And what do you have in a relationship if you do not have communication? Now, this is not to say people that are passive aggressive don't communicate. They may be great communicators on everything else, but has an issue or a problem with directly telling you how they truly feel. Sometimes these people are people pleasers or maybe they grew up in a environment in which their feelings as a child was never, ever considered. So they've learned how to be okay with, right, accepting things that they don't care for, but never learn the real skills of communicating disappointment without feeling guilt. It doesn't explain, excuse me, it does not It does not give an excuse. It may explain it, but it doesn't give an excuse as to why we're doing this. It doesn't give us a pass, is a better word, at all to treat people in this manner. Now, the best way to deal with people with passive aggressive behaviors is first, you have to identify what type of behavior, okay? understand, okay, this person is using this tactic to indirectly tell me that they are unhappy. Once you acknowledge that's what it is, understand that it is important that you set boundaries to let them know that this is not acceptable for you. It doesn't matter if you let it slide in the past or this is the first time. Do not allow yourself to give yourself an excuse not to confront the issue. When I say it doesn't matter if it was if it's been happening and you've let at this point the buck stops here. And on the same token on the reverse side, it doesn't matter if this is the first time and you're like, "Oh, this no, the buck stops here." Once you are aware, once you are aware, it is your responsibility to either communicate or to leave, or to tolerate. Either communicate and set that boundary, or tolerate it and don't even speak on it. Or just leave the situation completely. It's up to you. After you set the boundaries 
and you make it clear that you do not tolerate that type of behavior, you need to let them know that they need to and can be specific and honest about sharing the behaviors that bothers them. Okay, be upfront with them and welcome them to be upfront with you. You may find that they don't even realize that they're doing it, or you may find that they don't feel comfortable and they will open up as to why they feel that way. Either way, it opens up the conversation and dialogue, leading you to a healthier relationship. Now, when you are confronting the person uh, and you're being specific, also try your best not to be or to come at a place of anger. If you're dealing with this person and you are angry at the moment, it can and will turn into a complete argument. Or they may just revert back to the way that they normally handle things. And that doesn't really help anybody. Make sure that you are assertive uh, when you speak to them. Choose your words carefully. Stay away from words like you. I learned that in business communication um, many moons ago in college. When a business or an organization needs to communicate something to you that you may oppose, they, in their written communications... They do not use words such as you or they try to avoid it. Now, if it's a part of the language and there's no better way to articulate and they have to put the word you, then it's there, right? But if there is a way to communicate where it's not as accusatory or inflammatory, then they go that route. And even in, in speaking, Instead of readily pointing fingers and saying the you, that a lot of times companies say we. Instead of saying you didn't pay your bill, we've noticed that the last payment for the previous cycle was missed. It's just all about wording, okay? So wait and pay wait and make sure that you're saying it at the right time, but also make sure that you're using the right words so they don't feel that they are attacked. Make sure you also do it in a safe atmosphere where they feel comfortable. Okay. And it's always best to do this in person rather than in in writing in order to avoid messaging and to be misunderstood. So avoid to having these conversations like in a text message form. Okay. Sometimes people are better at writing and that's fine, but it is best to do it face to face. So they are not left with their own interpretation of how you felt about something. And it may be the one sentence that you said, that you written down, that would have been better communicated face-to-face, that they misconstrued and took the wrong way. Okay. And lastly, again, make sure you control your own emotions. Shy away from responding in an emotional manner if at all possible, because you don't want this to be an exercise that is too counterproductive. 
and be open to what they are saying as far as their reasoning behind it. Maybe you blew up with them and they has learned that maybe it's best for them to quote unquote pick their battles, leaving them to decide on their own whether or not to share with you how they feel, but they're not handling it in a mature fashion in which they are still feeling the need to lash out. I hope that this has brought you a little bit more clarity and understanding you're not out there alone. I remember the first time I dealt with a bout of passive aggressive behavior. I was I was shocked. I had no idea what it was until a couple of years later. And I said, you know what? I did experience that. I've experienced the um, the silent treatment. I've experienced the procrastination. I didn't quite go through someone actually messing something up for me like a deliberate blunder, but I did experience the uh, silent treatment. And I will tell you, I've been also a perpetrator of silent treatment, which was immature as well. So understand there's a lot more. Um, a lot more um, examples out there, but you pretty much get the gist of it. Passive aggression has no room in any relationship, period. It just does not belong there. It's not good. It's not healthy. Now, if you're with an individual and you speak to them about this and it continues to happen, then you have a choice to make. You literally have a choice to make whether or not you want to deal with this because it is a form of manipulation. Okay? It is definitely a form of manipulation. Once a person is made aware of it and they are continuing this path or this pattern, then you truly have a decision to make whether or not this is something that you can continue to deal with or not. Passive-aggressive behavior has no room in friendships. It has no room in any type of major relationship. It has no room in, in, in the corporate world either. However, when it comes to this episode, we're definitely talking about your love life. And I hope and trust that this episode brought clarity and answer questions that you may have regarding the subject. Check out the Date Noir Black website for future live and pre-recorded events regarding different communication styles. And I also have one that I'm working on dealing with boundaries. I forgot about that. That will be premiering next month. At any rate, I wish you the best and I'm out. Bye. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Dating While Black. If you have a show idea or a suggestion, please reach out to us at info at 
This show was brought to you in part by Blush Bartending, Kitty Paw Shoes, Brunch and Body, and The Hunt Dallas. To find out more about Dating While Black, please check us out on all social media platforms. You can also visit our website at www.datingwhileblack.org. We appreciate your support. And as always, put a big smile on someone's face and go love on someone.